Welcome to episode 202 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going? Good, man. How'd you survive the uh, the holiday weekend there? Uh, not too bad. I had to work uh, both the holiday oh, and over the weekend. So. Yes, yes, I remember uh, those days. <laughs> yeah, the, the it's newspaper- not as bad as it not as bad as it used to be, but it's it's I saw it work. So yeah, the newspaper man works the uh, works the holiday weekends. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, Fourth Fourth of July is a all hands holiday. So oh yeah, that's right. I remember. Yep. I remember fondly. <laughs> well, you, yeah. you probably did better than we did. We were uh, well. I didn't get sick, but uh, everybody else in my house has got the plague. So well, don't be uh, bragging about not getting sick because there's still time, I, James. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm built different than most people, uh, su- superior, <laughs> superior genetics, I guess. Oh God. Do you guys all remember that next week when we have to postpone the podcast? <laughs> yeah. We already did postpone the podcast for, for that crew up, up that's upstairs right now. So yeah, yeah. everybody's doing better, but yeah, we had a great weekend and then, uh, holy smokes, Monday hit and man. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Good. Uh, gotta love it. Things are normal and everybody's getting sick again. Yeah. You, uh, you nailed it. You texted me a couple months. Well, it was probably a month or so ago. You were like, Hey, things are back to normal now for you. I'm like, yeah, everybody's sick. Kids are coming home with kids are coming home with all sorts of crud. So that was fun. But yeah. Yeah. So far we both had to cancel because of illness, although mine was because of me, not you or not. Yes. Yours wasn't you, but right. right. Either way. Um, James, you know, had a good weekend. Oh, uh, Hendrick Motorsports in general. Hendrick Motorsports in general, yeah, as as they've had pretty much an entire good year. Yeah. Uh, but Chase Elliott had a pretty good weekend too. Yeah, he did. Um, Chase Elliott gets the win again at a road course. This is yeah, what six of the last eight, I believe. Yeah, and boy, are we dumb. <laughs> we are... Yeah, neither of us picked them. We're both. Idiots. I know, and we talked about it on the podcast last yeah. week too. Like, yeah, well, you know, Kyle Larson, he's really good, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Chase Elliott um just put it on him you know didn't qualify but put it on him anyway so. yeah didn't qualify started in the back and just still stunk yeah he just show. methodically worked his way up all race long and um didn't score four laps of- led out of 62 laps yeah and uh <laughs> you know he didn't score a whole lot of points for this race for for winning um it looks like he only got one point for uh for stages but um i mean the whole second, the, the whole third stage was all Chase Elliott. I mean, it was, it was over once he got to the front. Well, and the, and the stage thing is kind of deceiving because if you really look down the order here, you look at the drivers that finished high up in the stages. Yeah. I mean, you look at William Byron, he finished 33rd on the race, but yeah. finished first and second in the first two stages. And that's because it was all strategy. Right. Um, right. With the road course deal, you know, most of the guys who are racing for the win are not going to be racing for stage points because yes. you pick one or the other. Yeah. Um, that's an unfortunate it- side effect of this, uh, this particular system with the stages and uh, Dale jr. Has a suggestion on how to fix that. And we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Cause I want to talk about it because Dale Good. jr. Is wrong. Oh <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I know it doesn't happen very often. I didn't I disagree see that with coming. Dale jr. I didn't see that I, coming. I disagree with him on this one. Um, yeah. Only because it's not going to solve the problem. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh, yeah. So chase Elliott gets the win. Christopher bell. Good day for him. Comes home. Second place. Yep. Um, Kyle Busch follows up his, his, uh, his winning, winning ways in Pocono or lucking into a win with a third place finish here. 
Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, Kurt Busch too, fourth place, top five for Kurt. Yeah, the Bush brothers had a great day. Kyle, you know, obviously wrecked in practice, backup car, all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, another methodical charge to the front. Um, he, he's been pretty funny on the post-race interviews, just basically saying like Hendrick's got something like a little bit more than us. That's like the third or fourth time I've heard him say um, like he can't. I think this week it was, I can't do anything with the way Chase Elliott can break and not wear his <laughs> tires down. And it, it's true, man. It's, it's like, they're running two different races out there. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, the way Chase Elliott has, is able to, um, I, you know, go, using that word again, methodically work his way around this track. I mean, he's, um, you know, he's the best at it. He's going to have the all-time record maybe before the rest of the, <laughs> before the season's over. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's again, a little deceiving because we raced two road courses for years and we're doing seven this year. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible um, to be able to get it done that quickly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, it'll be interesting, James, I'm curious to see what happens next year with the new car, whether Hendrick is able to carry this dominance through, or if it's really something that they've just hit on with this car. Yeah. And, you know, the question is, is how much are, how much of the other teams given up on a season and already working on next season? Yeah. You know, how, how much effort is Hendrick putting in versus everybody else? There's, I mean, we know these guys They're if they've got the money to spend, they're putting the money in this year right. and trying, right. trying to win and trying to beat Hendrick. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it'll be interesting that it'll, obviously we've got a completely different car next year. There is nothing the same, nothing. I mean, yeah, you're going to run the same damn tires next year. The only thing that's the so, same is the, is the butts in the seats of the, yeah. you know, or who are going to be driving them. That's, that's yeah. About the, maybe, maybe the seat inserts are the same. That's maybe. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're not even pulling lug nuts off of this car <laughs> to run yeah. next year. I mean, yeah. and we're, you know, it, it's funny, you know, we, we talk about it a little bit more every week, but it's, we're inching closer. You know, we only have a handful of races left in the regular season now which is crazy um, it feels like yep. it just started i know and then you know we're gonna be putting this car to bed um mm -hmm. you know within you know what 16 more weeks of, of yeah. racing and that's the end of this car so yeah we're getting closer and i don't know you know I, that's a great point i think it's something to keep an eye on i, I feel like we're gonna be shaking a snow globe uh, at the beginning of the year a little bit next year but somebody's going to you know come to the track more prepared than everybody else and you know eric it could be hendrick motorsports for all we know they have the resources to match so we will yeah see. it'll be really interesting with all the spec parts and all that whether somebody can really get an advantage the way they're able to now mm -hmm. um with finessing this car i mean I, I guess i guess you look at the xfinity series of course it's not a spec series there it's it's you know, the, the bodies are all spec bodies, but there's the rest of the parts are still manufactured in house and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it's not a, a true, you know, parallel line, um, yeah. but you still see, you still see teams, you know, come to the top of the heap there too. So, yep, absolutely. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. Um, one guy worth mentioning in this one that was uh, very impressive early um, and broke the rear gear was Austin Sindrick, man. Finished man, 38. Yeah, that was, he fun. was there. He was racing for a win, man. Yeah. Killed my fantasy day. That one. Um, <laughs> I was he, uh, so lucky because I would, I was going to put him in yeah. and remembered about three laps into the race. I'm like, Oh man, I for completely forgot. Yeah. And he's up there running up front. And it's like, Oh, I'm such an idiot. And then he broke. I was so oh, happy. Oh <laughs> man. You know, that was, uh, you know, Eric, the entire weekend, that was the best racing uh, we saw all weekend was him and De Benedetto 
duking it out and they were not giving each other nothing they were leaning on each other i mean there's well, it's a funny de benedetto gets up in the seat a little bit more when that 33 cars around him well he? there's yeah i mean there's a there's a built-in <laughs> rivalry there right so that yeah. was that was a lot of fun and man watching austin Cindric wheel on these road courses is just he's impressed me more than i think any i guess quote-unquote rookie um, you know, he's not officially a full-time rookie yet. He, he will be next year, but, right. um, watching him at road America on the slicks on the wet was impressive. And then watching him drive that car, um, you know, there, there's something to be said about, uh, you know, preserving your equipment a little bit, but, uh, you know, watching him do his thing was just awesome. I mean, it was just, it was just a great battle. And I was super surprised by De Benedetto the way he was able to wheel with him. I mean, that was just great wheel to wheel racing. I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to watch. Um, again, you know, that, like you said, that built-in rivalry, um, you know, I think De Benedetto certainly has something to prove against Austin Sindrick, especially with the situation going on at Penske with Brad yeah. likely leaving. Um, or we can just talk like everybody else does and say Brad leaving because yeah, we know what's yes. happening. We just haven't gotten the announcement yet. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, uh, that was interesting. Um, definitely. And, uh, yeah. like, I agree with you. That was some of the best racing of the weekend for sure. Yeah, it was great. Um, and, and shout out to, to Benedetto on his, his race. I mean, he ran, he didn't have long run speed, but great. Just, uh, you know, he, you knew he was there and that's been, it's yeah. been a minute before, since we've seen him have a, have a weekend like that. So that was great. Driving well, he got a edge. top, top 10 finish. And then, yeah, I mean, that battle with Cindric talk about walking a, a tightrope, you know, you don't want to tear either car up because yeah. obviously it's the same team Yeah, and you don't want to hurt any feelings of the team, but you want to prove yourself against that driver. I think he handled it the best way possible by racing aggressively without racing stupid. And yeah. I think he did a nice yeah. job with it. So. Yeah. These guys have nothing to lose. I mean, no, at, at this point, Ben down has got to win. And the only way to win is to, you know, be as aggressive as he was. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, that was, um, two, two wheelmen, um, just duking it out. And that was, and, and Kyle Bush was, you know, patiently waiting for something to right. happen. Uh, and then something did happen, which, you know, eventually Austin did break, which, uh, was a bummer for him. He's got one more shot. I think he's running, uh, the Glen. So, uh, we'll see him one more time before he, I don't think he's allowed to run in the playoffs if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I think he, that's we won't, the role. yeah, we won't see him at the Roval, but we'll get to see him at the Glen and I will stupidly probably pick him on my fantasy team again. And we'll see, <laughs> see if it work, finally works out for me. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of teammates potentially taking out teammates, we had a little collision between a couple Hendrick guys. Uh, TV wanted to play it up a little bit to maybe it was going to be a little bit exciting, but they didn't. They didn't go too hard on it. Alex Bowman uh, gets into Larson, spins him out, but it was pretty obvious. I think James, I, I think you'd agree that 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 wasn't. There was no intention intent there. There was no even trying to do anything there. That was just yeah. all out my brakes ain't working. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough corner, man. They that are is. really coming in. Uh, I actually played, uh, I played some NASCAR heat the other day and I was <laughs> racing with the cup cars that at road America. And I was trying to hit that corner every time. And it's so hard to slow down from, I think, I think I could get it up to about 165, 170 heading in and uh, trying to slow down that fast in that corner, just in the video game is really hard. So I can't imagine what real life uh, must be like. So taking his team, I, you know, he doesn't want to do that. And those guys were fine, but it's, it's definitely a difficult corner, especially when you're racing tight towards the end of the day. Um, right to, to make something happen i almost i almost fired up heat myself because i i struggle with these road courses this one mid-ohio because especially this one because it's so long because yeah. i just don't know where the turns are like circuit of the americas i'm good i've i've played that in games so i i recognize the way the track looks so i know what i'm looking at when i'm when i'm 
looking at, and I've, you know, in games, I've run so many laps at, at Sears point in, and Watkins Glen that those ones are, again, you know, I know exactly where on the track they are just watching the TV coverage, but these new road courses, man, I struggle with. And oh I, yeah, I, this, this track is long. I mean, I'm familiar with Canada corner. I'm familiar with the kink, but I get yeah. lost in the laps here. So yeah, it's tough. Mid Ohio's tough too, but uh, they added that carousel at Sonoma and that's not, that's not fun either. Yeah. Yeah. I still recognize that. Cause I ran a lot of laps on that old version yeah, of the track back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, other than the, than Chase Elliott coming back and getting the win, uh, celebrating with fancy on the race, speaking of which tons of fans there. Uh, that was cool. There was a lot of talk about a hundred thousand fans there. Um, that I think that number is stretched a little bit because they were talked about 170 over the weekend yeah, and just yeah. assuming that there were a hundred thousand there, but either way, it's a really big crowd. Um, pretty awesome when you think about it you know i didn't really think about it leading up to it that you know wisconsin with a cup race i mean that's a pretty big deal that's that's yeah. that's an area that's been underserved by by cup racing i mean they've got chicagoland but nobody in their right mind drives down drives through chicago yeah. to go to chicagoland for wisconsin <laughs> i mean right. so yeah i mean this this is cool for them and it sounds like everybody had a really good time well they uh, took but, our date so they better enjoy it yeah that's exactly say, yeah that's all i have to say about it exactly i might even think you know i'm not really excited about going to a road course but man as much as everybody talked about it this weekend i'm yeah. tempted to take the trip next year yeah what you, what you think about the racing overall at, the, at this place you know the first time we've been there um you know we couldn't really evaluate coda you know that was more of a Coda was definitely more of a show for what it was that day, but what what'd you think of the racing overall? I think the Xfinity race was better because those guys can lean on each other better. This package just doesn't work really well right now with the road yeah. courses and the, and the aggression that you want to see, especially in a skinny track like this. Yeah. Um, I think the new car next year will make it better. I agree. Um, yeah. And obviously I think it's going to drive better too. So it probably will be more exciting there as, as a result as well. Yeah. Um, I was satisfied with it. I thought it was a good race. Um, I don't know, James, you know, I'm, I'm really I'm trying to stay optimistic with the number of road courses we have because yeah, I yeah. do like road I know where racing, you're going. Yeah. but I feel like we've got too many, yeah. but I don't want to be that person. That's like, that's bitching about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to complain about it in a couple of weeks when we talk about Indianapolis, because yeah, I, I'm not, yeah, yeah. As much as I'm, as much as the big track sucks for races, I, I just am not a fan of losing that race in place, yeah. getting the road course. Um. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned Indianapolis. I think I misspoke. I think Cindric is going to run that one. I'll have to look at that. I know he's running one more would, road course. He, he, he ran well there in the Xfinity, yeah. Xfinity so car. I'm so I'm glad I, you brought that up so I can check, <laughs> I can check myself. Yeah. So, but so I don't know, James. I mean, I I like I, it's listen. This it's this something was a different. Real, yeah. I'm excited about. Let's put it this way. I'm excited about a new venue with a cup date. I think that's awesome. Um, we took a race away from another track, although it was our track, Michigan, yeah. to give this race a date, which I think is great. I think we need to do more of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I, happy with it. I'm yeah. all right with going to some road courses. I don't, well, I, as long as we, we're willing to switch it up and we don't just keep adding them, I'm a little nervous about now we're running an Indy in the road course and then we're going to go and throw a Chicago street course into and like, okay, pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, um, I think, casual nascar fans are going to get a little bit of a, of a reality check here you know nascar fans are used to a certain style of road course racing uh this was more i guess this was a little bit more traditional road course uh where you'll you know it's a little bit more stretched out it's not yeah slam, slam and bang 
Uh, like you said, it, it's just not, you know, this track's not built that way. So we'll see next year. Uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was a, it's a good addition to the, to the schedule. I just think you're right. I think we're, I think we're maxed out on our road courses and I know we're going to be adding a street course here in a couple of years. So um, I, I think we're good. I, I'm good with it. I still prefer, uh, I still prefer the ovals myself, but that's okay. Road course racing is, is good and different venues are good and, and different areas of the country. Like you said, it's, it's great for Wisconsin to have a date and this is a, you know, it's a world-class facility and uh, we, we should be there. I, I think it's been overall a success. If we're going to add a NASCAR road course, there is not a better NASCAR road course to add than this one with the camping available and the, the, you know, the, the viewing lines that are available for fans and just the overall fan experience. And I wasn't there again, but just hearing everybody talk about it, um, seeing all the reports and stuff, it, this is a perfect track for NASCAR. This is, this is a place we should be at. Um, I think, you know, I, I can't remember who it was, I think it was junior said, sign him up, sign us up for 10 years. He said, <laughs> sign yeah. a contract with him for 10 years. I, maybe that's stretching a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with this date. I think this, this is one to continue to come to. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, I think it showed well. And by the sounds of things, traffic wasn't too bad, although there were a lot of concerns and um, yeah, good yep. deal. Now yep. one issue. <laughs> <laughs> Caution flags. Ah, yes. So we come back to this. We had a really long caution. Um, I believe Jeff Gluck timed it, and it was 22 minutes long at the end of stage one. Um, and a lot of people are very upset about the fact that it's 22 minutes long. But if you really think about it, the stage breaks are probably 15 minutes long to begin with. So it's really not that much longer. But yep. so here's here's the deal. We had a caution with two laps to go uh, to round out the stage. And because of that, NASCAR has a rule that they close pit road with two laps to go. So they couldn't open pit road and yep. NASCAR has a rule that that stage needs to end when it ends and they couldn't go back to green. So they ran two extra caution laps, then did the whole stage break, did all the crap that they do with that and then went back racing. And by the time we got back to green, it was 22 laps. Now Dale jr. Says the way to solve this problem is to get rid of the caution flag at the end of the stages on the road courses, mm-hmm. only on the road courses. And he says, this keeps it consistent because your stages are the same length, blah, blah, blah. And we don't have this issue. The problem is we do have this issue because this issue wasn't because of the caution flag for the stage end. It was because of the caution flag for the wreck. And if you close pit road at the end of the stage, you still have to go those extra two laps before you finish the stage (laughs) so you're still got a 22 minute caution it's the same exact issue that we had right i think what we need to do is nascar needs to do the same thing with stages on road courses and everywhere honestly because we when the stage racing first started i went to an xfinity race at michigan that we had something real similar to this happen right i I remember that was three or four caution laps before we we had the stage end and it was just ridiculously long so the way to solve this problem is to do exactly like we do with competition cautions. NASCAR already makes a determination. Hey, we're not going to go back to green before the end of this stage. We're going to run it out. So, okay. Yep. At this point, two laps to go on a stage. This is your stage break. We're going to award points. Now pit get done, send you back out. And Hey, there's an extra lap in the next stage. Yep. We already cut laps out of the stage because of the caution laps. So why can't we add a couple laps in by ending the stage early? This doesn't manipulate anything. It doesn't, give us any judgment calls. It just makes it a little bit more fluid. If a caution comes out that we don't have to spend 22 laps under caution. Yeah. Or if you, 
uh, if a car is stuck in a trap and you know there's a caution coming in two laps, you could just leave the car in the trap. See, but then... I have a problem with that, James, because it's right back to that same tire issue. We I had. was going to go there with you. Yes. <laughs> yes. If, if it's a safety issue, which it is, if that car got into the sand trap there, then another car can end up in the sand trap there as well. That's right. I don't, I don't like that. And then that is a judgment call because now we're determining whether we're going to let it go green yeah. or not. Yep. And that guy now is, I mean, yes, he should be punished for crashing, but he's now down two extra laps because you ran the race out and didn't dig him out of the sand yep. trap. But NASCAR's also set precedent that they call cautions whenever they feel like it. So that's true. It, it doesn't matter. Like I, I can scream about safety all I want. And I've done that on this podcast before NASCAR doesn't care. They've already shown, shown that they don't care about that's safety. For ca- they use cautions as entertainment and 22 yes. minutes of caution is not entertainment. Well, and that's the other argument I have for, for against Junior with his not throwing the caution is that, guys, the reason NASCAR has stage breaks has less to do with awarding points than it does to stopping the race and giving us a restart. Right. That is the whole point to stage breaks. That's right. They sell it by giving points out. They make the racing better because now you're racing to the end of that stage yep. by awarding points. But really we did a caution clock in the truck series before we switched yep. to the system. This is what it's about. Eric, and Hey, here's... guess what? SRX is doing it too. They just do it a different way. Yeah, that's right. Um, Eric, without looking yeah. at it, here's how much stage points really matter. Who scored the most points on Sunday without on the off the top of your head. If you, if you haven't seen it, it's right next to me, but I'm not looking at it. Don't look at uh, it. Cause see, think. there you go. This is how much stage points. Matter. I don't know. I don't, I can't even tell you. I don't yeah. have a clue. All right. I'm looking at it. Tyler Reddick in eighth place because of different okay. strategy throughout the day, but it just goes to show you, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like we're not really keeping track of points. We just want the cautions for the restarts, you know? Right. So I don't know, whatever. <laughs> the, the other solution, the other solution for this particular track is there is a shortcut option available that you could run shorter caution laps. Yes, you run into issues with fuel mileage then trying to figure out fuel mileage because now you're not running the full distance. But we also do the same damn thing with extending the race for green white checkers. So I don't know. I personally, I just think the solution is to make that make that stage end fluid if we have to because of cautions. These teams are smart enough to figure out that calculation, though. I, you know, I'm not. Here's the thing. I mean, the same thing will happen if you move the stage end, but the same thing happens if the caution comes out because that changes fuel mileage too. So, yeah, I know it's all convoluted. It's a mess. This track's just huge, man. And it's a big track. Yeah. And local yellows aren't really safe. And what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. Local yellows were an option 20 years ago, but Formula One doesn't use local yellows anymore for cars, you know, crashed. Yeah. If you send workers out on the track, you got to throw a caution and that's just the way it is. I mean, yeah, look at the Detroit Grand Prix. If you want to see what a local caution does, doesn't do anything. Um, yeah. Cars are going to crash into people and it's not great. So honestly, just look for, look for um, incidents with caution cars. I mean, there's yeah. been so many incidents of even under caution cars getting hit or safety vehicles getting hit NASCAR. Now let's yep. run, let's run at speed. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, yeah, yes, it's not gonna... yes. You're supposed to slow down for a, a, I think Mike Joy said it or someone, somebody tweeted it this week. Uh, you know, the, the local yellow is about not passing. It really isn't to slow down. Yeah. And so it's yeah. still going to be dangerous. It is. That's right. That's right. So, and we're then you run into judgment calls with that because we're doing this. I, I, yeah. I mentioned in our little group chat that Supercross does local yellows. Mm-hmm. And they have issues all the time because people pass when they're not supposed to, or they double jump when they're not supposed to. And it's, yeah. and, and you can't, if you don't see the flag, you have an excuse, but you don't have an excuse. And it's just, 
too many yep. judgment calls. It's a mess. Like it. Yeah, it's a mess. Yep. Yep. So, all right. Uh, anything else with this one? Any? You mentioned Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick had a good day. Tyler Reddick's sneaky good on these road courses. Got finished. Eight, yeah, he is. Like I yep. said, scored one tons, tons of points. Yep. Chase um, Briscoe, man. Chase Briscoe yeah. was really good. Um, you can tell he just doesn't quite have the. He doesn't quite have the car that everybody else does, but you he want had a somebody really who's day. waiting for the Indy road course. That's your guy right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be good. He was, uh, yeah, he was on my fantasy team for the week too. I was really pulling for him. I really want to see him do well. And this was a really good race for him. Uh, you know, he started in the back too. He started right next to chase Elliott. So that was a, a heck of a day for chase. Um, both the chases they had a good day. Yeah. So we'll take it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Somebody else is really jumping out at me. I know Bubba Wallace had a decent day, finished 24th, but was running well throughout the race. Yeah. Um, Some guys who could have had a good day, like Michael McDowell, the Dinger, um, they had their days kind of foisted by other things. Cindric, yeah. uh, obviously, we mentioned. Um, yeah, Kevin Harvick just struggling, you know, uh, on the road courses again. But, yeah, um, I don't know. Overall, pretty good mix of, of guys you would expect and guys you kind of wouldn't. So it's definitely nice. Yeah. I think it was a good race. Um, it was, like you said, it was something different. Um, any new venue is a good venue to me. Yeah. I think for right now, anytime yeah, we go to a new place is good. So, yep. uh, we've, we've been really stale over the last few years. Um, you know, running the same tracks over and over and over again. It's nice to have some, some variety. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh saturday we kick things off with the xfinity race xfinity race has always been uh pretty good here at road america and uh oh kb kfb gets it done KFB. again 201 now 101 right? 201 101 <laughs> sorry yeah 101 sorry 101 <laughs> yeah. yes. in the xfinity series uh gets the win and uh puts it to him leads only five laps on the day Yep, but, but that's uh, you know that's like 150 miles at uh, at Road America. So yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> right, um, your your boy Daniel Hemrick. Uh, yeah, I thought right maybe I thought maybe, but once uh, once Kyle got out front, it was over. I forget what the stat was as to how many second place finishes he has now, but it's a he's, lot. He's racking them up. He's he's definitely racking them up. He's due. Um, he'll get one this year somewhere. It's gonna happen. Have faith. It will happen. Uh, this is Kyle's fourth victory out of four races this season in the Xfinity series. He is running one more this weekend at Atlanta and has a chance to go five for five. He is going for it, baby. Five for five. In his last Xfinity series season. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. We'll see. <laughs> he keeps that. saying, he keeps talking about how it's going to be his last, but I think, I think he's talking about it in the same way that he got everybody all fired up over smashing the guitar at Nashville and then didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, he'll race. Kevin Harvick's retired from the Xfinity Series too, and he finished sixth on Saturday. So, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 101 victories and 361 NASCAR Xfinity Series starts. James, he's won almost a third of the races he's competed in. Yeah, yep. He'd have he'd have 201 if they wouldn't have put a cap on him. Yeah, yep. So, <laughs> uh, Michael Annette, great day for him. Finishes third. Another again sneaky, yeah. sneaky good road course driver. You know, you don't really yep. think of him a whole lot, but he's always right up there. Yeah. Um, AJ Allmendinger ran well as expected. I thought he was, finishes fourth. Yeah, I thought AJ was going to win this one. Um, yeah. He loved the most laps. Uh, him and Cindric, of course, were you know doing their thing. But uh, yeah, I thought it was AJ's day. Uh, didn't turn out that way for him, but he's already got one at mid Ohio. He'll, he'll probably win the Indy road course or something, you know, well, AJ went one for one on the stage or two for two on the stages as well. Mm-hmm. Um, gets yeah, he was kicking both butt. of those. Yeah. He was kicking butt. Uh, it looked like one of those instances where somebody could win the stages and win the race. It certainly, yeah, certainly did. 
Um, Ty Gibbs performed really well and then fell out with uh transmission. Issues. Yeah. That his worst for him. Yep. His worst finish now. He, uh, yeah, he looked pretty good. Um, yeah. He, and he's listed under, I, I didn't know this. He was technically not racing for Gibbs. He was racing for XCI racing, which interesting, uh, which was the, you know, Gibbs made the car and everything. Right. I, did, yes. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, I didn't, didn't know. I guess I didn't realize that. So that was kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's Gibbs, man. Eric, Natalie Decker made an appearance. You yeah. want to talk about that? Sure. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't, uh, I don't I just, have anything to say. She was there. Where'd she, where'd she finish? 32nd? They, I know they were talking about it on, D, on DBC that she was nine to seven seconds slower than the rest of the field. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel bad. I, I feel like I pick on her every time she runs, and I shouldn't. I shouldn't, but I do. I don't Sorry. know, man. I think, I think you put yourself out there. And <laughs> yeah kind of kind of should be expected so um anything else with this one james worth talking about oh just a good i mean short and sweet it was a good race as always next many series puts good good racing on um we joke really, about the length of this track and stuff but t- these 10 lap stages here are kind of fun yeah they are kind of fun they go they go by <laughs> fast i mean it's faster yeah. than you think i mean it's yeah it's a it's long but they go by faster than you think yeah it's a good track. This is a great track for the Xfinity series. I hope, I hope the cup car is, I hope they're able to race a little bit more aggressively next year with the new car. Yeah. Yeah. The Xfinity um, cars can definitely be more aggressive, which is, it's which is just fun a skinny track and you kind of got to rough each other up to pass. And when you've got yeah. cars that you eliminate yourself from the race because you bump fenders, yeah. it's just hard to do that, to race that yep. way. So, yep. Yep. You don't have that problem in the Xfinity series. No, no, you do not. <clears throat> All right. Let's talk about the other racing series, James, before we move on to the NASCAR news of the week. Uh, SRX series has earned a spot in our race recap section of the podcast. <laughs> a couple more weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They were at Indianapolis Raceway Park. I think it's, is it O'Reilly Raceway Park now? Or I think it's, yeah. Or no, Lucas Oil Raceway. Yeah. Lucas Oil Raceway. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yep. That's right. It's Indianapolis Raceway, Raceway Park, guys. It's IRP. It's IRP. Um, Ernie Francis Jr. gets the win and stinks up the show, man. Yeah. This was uh, maybe the first dull race of the SRX series until the end, at least. Yeah, it was good uh, at the finish, but yeah, yeah. nothing much. Um, yeah, this is the first time we're kind of like, eh, it was okay. You know, coming <laughs> back from Eldora is tough. Uh, that's that's a tough one. This to... track just, as much as everybody loves this track, yeah, it's just not a stock car track, man. This it's track is made the... for midgets. Yeah, it's fun on the video game to play to race it because the, yeah. te- the corners are pretty technical, but um, and that and I think. Um, not to say my experience with IRP is the same as Ernie Francis, but, um, Ernie, you know, he's a technical guy. I mean, he comes from Trans Am. So, uh, he has Eric, we we joke a little bit about SRX not having superstars. Uh, but Ernie Francis is making a bit of a push for some attention here. I, I have learned a ton about this kid and almost feel like, uh, somebody in NASCAR should maybe give him a peek, especially if we're going to be running, uh, you know, uh, this many road courses moving forward. I feel like him being 23 years old and already, you know, winning, gosh, Eric, he's got a boatload of, a boatload of Trans Am wins already. Um, I feel like he deserves maybe a look just, uh, based on, you know, what I've been watching in the SRX series. I mean, he's going head to head with Tony Stewart every single week and he's, you know, only 30 points out of the championship lead. So that's, um, I don't know. I've, I've seen some good signs from him. I, I feel like I, I hope maybe before the end of this year, or even maybe into next year, Eric, that maybe he gets a look in the Xfinity series. 
um, just to just to get him some seat time and see what he can do. Yeah, I think, you know, this series is interesting because I think it does have the potential to to give some names to these guys who maybe in other series that we just aren't familiar with. And Ernie Francis is becoming a star because of this series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's being exposed to an entire group of people that he was not exposed to previously. And so, I mean, he's getting a lot of talk. I hear yeah. talk about, I mean, I hear talk about SRX in the NASCAR broadcast. So, um, yeah. You know, that's doing what they wanted it to do. It's, it's getting attention. And if, if they continue to put on compelling races um, this season, I think is a good example of these guys not making idiots out of themselves Yeah, that will entice other people to participate next year, maybe Yeah. Um, depending on what they do with field size and, and whether well, they bring some of these guys back and try to make, you know, stars out of them in the series or whether they rotate like IROC used yep. to do. Um, there's a lot of potential here. I, yeah. I, I really think there is. Well, and, and- and, and, you know, shout out to the local guys who are getting a shot each week too. And yeah. we're, we're going to see one at Slinger um, in the, in the, sorry, the, the kid, I'm going to say it, the kid's name uh, escapes my mind, but he's 17 years old and he won the Slinger nationals and will get a chance to race uh, some of these legends this coming week at, at a, at a track that I think Eric, the entertainment factor is going to be back. I've been touting Slinger since, uh, since I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> in the Luke, Luke Fenhouse, by the thank way. Thank you, Luke Fenhouse. Yeah, he won, uh, beat Eric Jones and a handful of some of the great uh, late mile drivers out there. And, and he will get his shot to, to race against, uh, you know, these some of these stars, some of these some of these all time greats. And uh, that's pretty cool, man. If he can go out there and, and have a great run at, at Slinger um, against, you know, and Ernie Francis, who's making a name for himself and um, you know, Tony Stewart and, and heck Elio Castroneves has been running pretty well. I've been, I've yeah. been enjoying, I've been, Hey, the, uh, the Indy 500 trophy was at, was at ORP or IRP for the first right. time, I think. So that was pretty cool, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. These, you know, Ernie Francis, one of those young guys, but we've got these local guys getting a shot and, and Eric, we've got another name coming that we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, we do. Um, before we get to that, uh, shoot, now I lost my train of thought. No, we were, we were um, going to talk about, uh, I think we were moving on towards uh, Mr. Paul Tracy making. Yeah, uh, I wasn't quite there yet, but we'll, let's get into that. So first of all, Paul Tracy, uh, James, I know James, you're not a fan of Paul Tracy. He's but, not a fan of, well, hold on. He's not a fan of me. Yeah. That's well, me. I think he's not a fan of you because you're not a fan of him. But um, so I will say that this, this came out that um, Tracy He's torn up some equipment. He's torn up some sheet metal. Uh, some, yeah. He's or body panels. Lot. He's torn up some cars. Yeah. Uh, he's been pretty rough on equipment, but apparently he went and bought uh, gift cards for the entire crew <laughs> at SRX to try and gift make cards. up for it, all the work that they're having to do. Um, but yeah, we had some tempers flaring at the end of this one, James. We've seen a little bit of it over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Elio was getting into it with Scott Speed and... Uh, Scott Speed's um, not making friends out there either. Um, no, he, he was all up in Ernie Francis's fenders too. Scott yeah, wanted Scott. Scott That's wanted Scott though. Scott's aggressive, He's man. He's always been. He that got way. banned from freaking iRacing because he was driving like an idiot. So yep, yep. Um, so James, this is it's a fun series. It's it's mostly for pride. I don't know what these guys are making as far as winning. They're not making. This thing. Yeah, they're not making much. I don't think. Is it freaking stupid to be fighting? No, to be man. Upset that's with racing. each other. And, it nah. seems kind of dumb to me. Nah, man, that's short track racing right there. <laughs> Go ahead. It is, see. but just come on. Like, you're really going to get. So you think, I mean. Do we have that me... on the soundboard still or did that get removed? What's that? Do we have that sound on the soundboard still? I don't remember what soundboard. The, uh, sound. the 
the that short track racing do we still have that one? Oh yeah, from, yeah from short Br- track racing there you, there go. you go thank you yes <laughs> I, I was slipping there That's all um right. i don't know you know for one thing like okay so here's the no, deal it's if i saw a fight at srx like the one we saw with stadium super trucks this week <laughs> i'm so glad you brought that up bolamastis which by the way people were asking was he being serious or not or I sat in a, in the media center at Kentucky Speedway with Bola Mastis doing a press conference. And that dude, I'll tell you what, that was 100% legit what happened in the Super Truck Series. He is something. He is entertaining. But if you saw a fight like that in SRX, I'd be like, yeah, here we go. They're goofing off. Yeah. It's a play fight. They're not really serious. Yeah. But they're like getting mad at each other. That's what I like about this, though. I mean, no, it Eric- just seems silly. I know, but this is a made-for-TV product, and it is. You know, we. The yeah, fact but why that, the hell are they cut off so quick at the end? Well, they, I think they're stuck in a time slot. That I know, you know, that's a, that's a TV thing, which I don't like. But well, because um, we had to run seventy-six laps because of Fourth of July. Yeah, nice I know. job, Ray. Yeah, I know, Ray. Come on, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I love the. Uh, you know, I, I want to see some bumping and grinding and shoving and, and guys yeah. mad at each other. That's I want to see fun, some, man. I want to see some people fighting at Slinger this week. You know, Paul Tracy, for as much as he doesn't like me, um, he has been, he has brought some entertainment. He drives like a doofus, but he has definitely been entertaining. I mean, he's, he's taken shots at Michael Waltrip, which I've enjoyed. Uh, Willie T and him are, you know, that's pretty fun just because yeah. Willie, Willie T, you know, I, I watched the Netflix documentary on him about a year ago, Eric didn't really under, didn't really shame on me for not really knowing the history of Willie T ribs um but man he's he's something else man he is a uh he is a big personality um and, and that's one of the great things about srx you've got guys who are you know they are they are personalities man they are big they are big time personalities um yeah i will say that they're they pretty much i mean with the exception of maybe maybe bobby labani and bill elliott they yeah. are pretty they are really big personalities they are all of them elio yeah. is, a, is a big personality um scott speed you know i mean heck i didn't know anything about ernie francis but um he's like a happy-go-lucky you know yeah. bouncing around type of guy which you know is pretty fun to see that to see some of that excitement too paul tracy has stolen the show by not being great <laughs> you know he really <laughs> has he has yeah yeah and i will always remember he was the first caution in srx history yeah so yeah um props to the series for just doing doing the right things the the uh the talking to the drivers during green flag is awesome i absolutely love it i would never yeah. want to see something like that in a nascar race yeah but to do it during this is awesome yeah this uh, is how about Dario Franchitti is the analyst this week. Yeah, he, he did a good. great job. I had no yeah. idea that Dario was that good yeah. on Mike. Yeah, him and Hinchtown have done, they did yeah. really good stuff, man. I mean, I, it's I, not hard to follow Danica Patrick, but. No, but, they, you know, and, and kudos to AB. We we tout AB all the time, uh, Mr. Alan Bestwick. But, um, you know, he's he's guiding these guys along and calling great races um, as he as he does. I mean, he's a, he's a true professional. So, uh, yeah, the, the the booth has been good. The, the, the product itself made for TV for CBS, who does not do a whole heck of a lot of auto racing anymore. Um, they've done a great job with, with what yeah. they provided, provided fans so far. It's, it's a good production. It's a good show. Even this week's race, which was not that exciting, was still a good product. Um, yeah, I have, I've come around. And James, you know, the series has already given itself some legitimate legitimacy uh, with how it's performed over the first four races. 
but they got a little bit more legitimacy this week because the champ, the most popular driver is coming to SRX. Chase Elliott going to race his dad at uh, at Nashville, Nashville fairgrounds for the final race of the season. Yeah, man. Pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, I hope that this is the beginning of what could be for this series going forward uh, next year, looking ahead. Uh, you know, Denny Hamlin's flirted with the series, um, but I'd love to see some of our some of our cup guys trickle on over. Um, we've seen Haley Deegan come over. She's active in the in the truck series. Um, but, you know, Eric, I would love to see like even a Dale Jr. Or maybe yeah, I was going to De- say Dale Jr. Would be great on that. Yeah. Or a Jeff Gordon. I mean, why wouldn't these guys all why, why wouldn't we have a superstar? Um you know, seat available for some guys like that who would want to. We just need to run, run SRX at, at run SRX at Martinsville, and Junior will be in. Oh heck yeah, he'd he'd run <laughs> Martinsville. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, this is this is cool that Chase wants to do this. Um, and it's big for this series. It's going to go out with a bang to have uh to have you know the champ coming in and uh and racing and um, I tell you what, I I hope that. Uh, I don't, I don't know about you, Eric, but I feel like there might be a little bit of pressure on Chase to come in there and win that thing. What do you think? I think so. I mean, yeah. you're racing, you're the, you're in your prime right now, and you're racing against a bunch of guys that, you know, many of them are most of them aren't doing it anymore. You should yep. be able to come in and smoke them. Yeah, exactly. I mean that that should be the perception. You should be expected to come in and win. So, yep. But, yeah, I think yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it adds a little bit more. Um, you know, this this is this is the you know. This is kind of like the WWE or uh, I saw a great comparison that this is like the match, the golfing channel show that they have that has like Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson and those guys golfing. Um, yeah. You know, that this is kind of like that, but um, having a Chase Elliott come in makes it a little bit more legitimate. You know, he's an active big time driver and, ho- and hopefully, you know, this is um, hopefully he has a good experience and that he, you know, talks it up and maybe we can get more guys coming in next year for, for another run at this thing. So, um, you know, cool the other that, thing cool that, that adds a little legitimacy to it for me too, James, is the fact that we did have kind of a snoozer this week. Um, it showed if there was any doubt, whether this was a show or whether it was, whether it's legit racing, mm-hmm. if it was a show, we wouldn't have had somebody run away with it like that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. that, that shows you this is legit. The racing that you're seeing that's good racing up at the front is pretty legit. Yep. I do still think, you know, Tony's trying to make it a show when he's racing up front. But, hey, you know, yep. good. I mean, it's a series. He should be doing that. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and he had a hard time um, yeah. this weekend. He didn't yeah, have he did. it as he didn't have it as easy as he did on the dirt, where he's definitely the best driver in the, you know, in the series. <laughs> right. Dirt. But, um, yeah, so he's got some work to do heading into Slinger. Uh, if he wants to win the championship, he's got uh, he's going to have to earn it. So pretty cool um before we get into news uh like i said slinger uh, slinger uh this weekend for the srx and then we go to nashville's fairgrounds for the final race of the season mm-hmm. uh before we go into the news though james i wanted to point out something i i've gotten a chance to listen to some podcasts this week yeah and so i listened to a couple of dale jr downloads and i listened to dbc and dale jr download had clint boyer on mm-hmm. uh last week and they had a little discussion and i just i like to gloat when i was right when I'm right. And I was right. James, did you hear the podcast? I haven't listened to, to it. One? Nope. Drop, drop it on me. So I predicted at the beginning of the season or when they announced the new car, the, the next gen car that they were going to race it in the all-star race. Mm-hmm. And then we got the all-star race format announced. Everything happened. We didn't end up running the, the, running the new car in the all-star race, but 
Dale Jr. dropped the bomb that they had come to Jr. They came to Clint Boyer. They came to a bunch of these guys to run an exhibition race at the all-star race with the new cars, a bunch <laughs> of the retired drivers, Jeff Gordon, and they all bailed on it. They said, no, they, yeah. they, they weren't going to do it. So NASCAR was going to try and put this thing on the track of the all-star race. They nice. just weren't going to run it for the full field. So, yeah. Hey, I was right. My prediction was true. They just kudos, kudos to you, my man. Good work. <laughs> It, it just felt like the timing was like there to do something like that. Yeah, but. no, you're, you were pretty close. Yeah. You got like, so. a, you got like a B plus on your prediction. I'll give it to you. Right. Well done. Um, Junior, Junior said his price was too high to, yeah, right. right <laughs> to do right. that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk some news, James. Uh, we may have gotten this week. The, I would say arguably the biggest news we've had, yeah. on this podcast since we started this podcast and we and we put our podcast out what 12 hours too soon last <laughs> right. week yeah um so last week we talked about uh colleague racing buying two charters from spire motorsports uh big deal you know it was it was yep. a pretty heavy part of the conversation uh, i put in the notes here track house said this week uh hold my beer <laughs> yeah and uh just buys chip ganassi racing <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> done huge yeah we were joking, just, man, man, we were, we were having a good old time joking about this breaking news that was coming and yeah. we're like, Oh, it's an associate sponsor or something silly like that. <laughs> and it was legit news. Like that's yeah. the biggest news we've had in a long time. Chip Ganassi's done. He's like then, even as it was happening, I don't think it registered with me how big this is. Yeah. I mean, we just took a, a mid-level mid to upper level cup team yep. and sold it. You we we had an, an up and up and coming team buy this team. Straight we have sold. Yep. Yeah. We we essentially lost at least one, if not two, cars in this deal because you know Trackhouse already had Suarez mm-hmm. in the fold, and now you're you're adding the two. You know we're we're adding a car from Chip Ganassi Racing, but yep, it's not going to be Ross Chastain. It appears. It um, doesn't look like it. It could be uh, Kurt Busch. Yeah. Apparently. Um, Zane Smith, I think is who they were talking about. Is another one that was yep. tapped to go to Chip Ganassi racing next year. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not going to happen now for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so, I mean, it's just really, really interesting. And like you said, we, we Chip Ganassi is no longer in the sport. Um, you know, looking for charters, man, I guess the best way to do it is to buy a team. Yeah. This team wasn't for sale. There was no talk of it being sold. Apparently, there's talk that Richard Childress racing was for sale, um, which I find that really interesting when Dale jr. Is looking for charters. Yeah. Um, how, how, how interesting would it be to see Dale jr. Partner with Richard Childress? Yeah, and, that would have been cool. And yep. have, well, it's, I mean, it still could happen. Still could you know? have, Yeah. Still up there. Yep. Yeah. Have, well, got... have Dale jr. Own the three and the eight team in the cup series. How, how cool would that be? That would be awesome. No. And, and, you know, <laughs> Eric, we've, we've talked about this before. Um, you know, we don't have, a lot of these owner, I mean, a lot of these owners, Eric, are aging out. We've talked about yep. this for a long time on this podcast, but we're seeing the transition now. Jeff Gordon is coming in. Yep. Brad Kozlowski's coming in. Um, Tony Stewart started this a little while back where he was kind of the young guy, but Eric, pretty soon, Tony Stewart's going to be the old guy in the garage right? with with some of these guys transitioning out. I mean, Penske's holding strong, but we've lost Ganassi now. We're going to Justin Marks. He's a young guy with Trackhouse. Uh, so yeah, we've got 
that's not a bad idea. Be like Richard Childress, who who goes next? Um, you know, does Mike Dillon run it or whatever? But uh, yeah, it would be a really good idea. Um, but yeah, this this whole deal is this whole deal is a shocker, man. And if you're Ross Chastain, uh, you gotta you gotta be like sick to your stomach about this dude keeps getting screwed out of rides, man. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. This is a tough one to this is a tough one to to uh, to swallow. I bet for him because there's a good chance he's not coming back to this team. Yeah. You know, this new, um, this new team. Yeah. And so it sounds like apparently Kurt Bush was already in talks with track house about yeah. going over there. And now he drives for the team that they just bought. Yeah. Um, of course, not under contract for next year. Nope. So, um, and Kurt said, you know, he's, this is a whole different deal now because you're talking with now a team that consists of a bunch of people you've already worked with. So it's a whole yep. different negotiation at this point now for him. Yep. Um, I think, you know, they talked about it on DBC this week, James, I, there, I don't think there's a bigger free agent right now than Kurt Bush. Probably not. No, nope. this is, this is, I mean, you got Kurt Bush, you got Ryan Newman, but Kurt's still got some winning in him. I don't Kurt's know still fast. does. Yeah. And Kurt's, Kurt's, Kurt's still fast. Kurt's the perfect guy to come into an organization like this one and work with Daniel Suarez. He's a great guy to go into 2311 and work with Bubba. I mean, this is a guy that can not only teach, but also can get the job done Yep. and, and not have the ego to where he's not going to work with those guys. I mean, right. Right. So I think he's helped Ross Chastain a bit this year, you know, um, yep. he's kept that team afloat in the post Larson yeah. era. And, um, you know, Eric, and I, and I wonder too, when chip, when chip saw what Larson did, this last couple of weeks here, I, I just got to wonder if he's like, you know, I'm never going to get there. You yeah. know, I, I wonder if that was part of it because you had that guy for all those years and you see what he can do when he's, you know, leveled up in his equipment. And I just don't think chip's ever going to get there, but um, yeah, this is uh, you know, Kurt's Kurt's done a great job with this team. He's, he's won races with this team. Um, and, and I think he'd be a great fit at track house with Suarez to, uh, to, uh, get it started. And, and I hate that for Ross Chastain, but I, I don't know what he's going to do. Right. Um, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe he's a fit at Roush Keselowski racing. I don't know. We, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, right. Every time we think silly season can't get any sillier. It's yeah. just, it's just yeah. going wild this year, man. Yeah. And, and I a- mean, it's just goes to show you that there's nothing that's not on the table. I mean, yeah, again, well, yeah. this is a team that there would no what even would have thought the chip Ganassi racing was going to sell. No, exactly. Yeah. Losing chip out of the sports. Definitely. Um, definitely a bummer. I think, yeah. though he's a, he's a big personality. We, you know, chips, uh, a huge success in racing. He's not done racing by any means. He's got a lot of right. things going on, but uh, is, not, now it's like the only happen. series other than the formula one that he's not in. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so. and, you know, chip doesn't, I think chip doesn't often get the credit to, um, you know, he's never had, he's never had a top tier team, but he's always had a high end team. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we, we forget that he was, he was a back injury away from winning a championship with Sterling Marlin back in the day. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. Sterling got hurt and, at Kansas. And Felix, that was and Felix about us. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, that was the last real chance. And then they brought Jamie McMurray in to fill in for Sterling and Jamie goes and wins. Yep. And you know, then I mean, they, they had a competitive team for a while well, and, they, and they've always been there, you know? Yeah. And they did what they had to do to survive too. When the sport really had its downturn, um, yeah. they bought into Earnhardt incorporated and brought that one car in and kept that team going for a little while. And, and it all eventually became Chip Ganassi racing. But um, you know, there was a time where we weren't sure for a lot of these teams and, and uh, Chip's been, 
you know, he's not a top tier, but he's the first, he's probably the first team underneath, you know, the top tier teams. And he's, he's been there for a long time. Um, won a Daytona 500 with Jamie Mack, um, had a lot of success with Larson. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, a, not a storied history, I wouldn't say, but a good history, very good history with that yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, big deal with Trackhouse. I mean, that's it definitely um, just... Yep. They got plans, man. Trackhouse is coming. They got, plans. they, they talked about it on DBC again. You know, it, it, this is the, this is a team that went from renting to owning, yep. you know, this is, this was an, a Richard Childress affiliate that was getting equipment from Richard Childress and yep. now they've got their own team and they just put themselves in a whole new league. Yep. Um, and yeah, Diamond. they came to, they came to play, man. Yep. Justin Marks doing some great stuff. And they're um, running good on the track. Like they got a good driver. They've got, they're bringing good equipment each week. They are running well and right. uh, as good as they can. And they are, they are a, um, you know, they are a step ahead of a 2311, which I thought would be much better than them. And well, that's just, what I was going to say. We, we talked, we joke that's about the 2311. That's the we, benchmark. We, we joke about 2311 and money not being an issue over there. Um, Trackhouse just said it's not an issue there either. Exactly. Yep. They <laughs> showed it. Yep. And they, they went in and, and up their, you know, they upped it and they've got their yeah. charter. They got their charters now and they are, they are locked in. So, um, yeah, they're going to be a good team. Uh, for a little while coming i think they're going to eventually win some races here down the road they might be two or three years away but they're they're going to be there before too long you know it's a good well-run organization they're they are trying they're trying like hell to uh to make it happen so pretty cool um denny hamlin's uh speaking to him says that this deal will not affect 2311 and their search for a charter so it sounds like he's still pretty confident uh they're going to be able to get a second one for next year um said there's all kinds of avenues you can take to get a charter this mm-hmm. is his line um so uh he says we looked at a lot of things and are still looking at all options so yeah, maybe they'll um, buy a team <laughs> yeah at this point who knows <laughs> yeah i mean rick Ware racing says his stuff's not for sale but it's going to be, know. everybody has a price, my man. Well, obviously Chip yeah. Ganassi just proved it. Chip Ganassi does. Yep. Um, we'll talk a little bit more silly season stuff before we get into some of the other news. Uh, Austin Sindrick, uh, we know it's coming to the cup series next year. We do not know for sure what car he's going to drive. Nope. Um, it was questioned this week and um, uh, he, Tim Sindrick uh, says, well, Penske says, we don't know yet whether he's going to be in the two car or the 21. Um, yeah, it's uh, good. Safe Tim to Sindrick, say he'll be the Tim Sindrick says he needs to keep going. He's got the pedal. Got to keep the pedal down. That's all. So. <laughs> yeah. He'll be in the, he'll be in the two and the 21 is looking for a driver. That's, yep. that's, that's what I'm getting out of it. Yep. I think so too. Um, it'd be really interesting to see who jumps into that 21 car. Uh, I think short of victory and a playoff berth from Matt Benedetto, and he's, he'll be looking for something else next year. Probably, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. So, but we, you know, we talked about it with Eric Jones that, um, you know, you, you, you feel bad for these guys, but you get the chance to prove it and you don't, don't pull it off. Then it's time to go looking for somebody else. Yep. And Especially this the is, a, here. this is a team. This, this team is a placeholder team. Um, and if you aren't going to fill that place in the future, then you're there. Somebody else is going to take your spot. That's right. Yep. Next man uh, up. Know. Yep. yep. Uh, speaking of Eric Jones, he says he's been talking to Richard Petty Motorsports about 2022, uh, about them picking up his option. Uh, says he's happy uh, per Bob Pacris, uh, yeah. James's buddy pa- Bob. My friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eric Jones says he's had talks with RPM about picking up his option. Uh, says he's happy driving for the team and working on things to get better results. It sounded like 
where he lands for 2022 is still uncertain. Yeah, I got from that. Um, I will take it if it's the only option I have. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, my that's how I take it too. Yeah, yep. That's the way I felt about it anyway. Yep, I think so. Uh, James, I know we, should we have some, have a moment of mourning here? Uh, your favorite series is no longer NASCAR and NBC, uh, agreed to pull the plug on the NASCAR iRacing pro invitational series. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean this thing, this, I know you weren't a fan of it even during the pandemic. Um, this was great during the pandemic because it gave us something to do. It costs those, those early days cost of the pandemic. It cost a driver a season and it cost another driver a sponsor, sponsor. Yep. which shouldn't have happened yep. um, for something fun. You know, we talk about SRX and that they shouldn't be fighting there, but this was, this is even more of a fun thing. Uh, yeah. It got too serious. And as you expected, the sponsors ruined it. People, and then, yep. then we decided to bring kids into race and all this stuff. Yeah. And it just, it just got yep. dumb. I applaud NBC. If I'm assuming that they had to have some say in this, uh, I applaud them for agreeing not to run this and just move on. It's, yep, I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, we, there, there is an e-racing series for NASCAR that you can watch. It's on YouTube. They stream every week. Uh, and it's a great series, and they've got a good announcer. Um, if you want to check it out, it's the, the production quality is good, and it's legit racing and none of this gimmicky crap that we tried yep. to do. Uh, and, and NASCAR and iRacing are good buddies. There's a big partnership yeah. there. Um, and we'll talk about it probably shortly that NASCAR is using iRacing to test and they're doing a yep. lot of stuff on there. So um, iRacing and NASCAR are, are good. They're just not doing the pro invitational anymore. Yeah. Which is I, and I, like you said, I, I'm totally good with this. They're, I didn't watch it once the pandemic was over because there's real racing. racing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. So, and, and these, I mean, these guys were getting forced to do it because their sponsors wanted to be out there and just, yeah. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't a great situation. Remember man. Brad Keselowski won a race and just was like, so like did not want to do any sort of interviews afterwards. <laughs> right. Just like completely done with it. So yeah. Yeah. Is um, what it is. And then uh, more big news this week, Atlanta motor speedway will repave and reconfigure after this weekend's races um, going to from 24 to 28 degrees of banking uh, skinning the track up a little bit. And uh, I don't know. I think uh I, I'm excited about the changes. I would have liked to see him go back to the oval and not the, the quad oval, but yeah. Um, so the drivers are all real excited about it. The drivers are not excited about it. <laughs> they are, they are mad. Yeah. Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin is mad. Um, yeah. I'm finding his tweet right now. So I'll go ahead and fill a filibuster. No, and and uh, well, Denny Hamlin said his comments and then blunt Larson um, hashtag blunt Larson from Jeff Gluck. He uh, he's back saying he wishes he had input. And then I saw a, a, a retreaded video from uh, Kyle Petty's little, what is it? Coffee with Kyle or whatever he does of Tony Stewart saying um, a couple of years ago that him and 20 other drivers were talking to NASCAR about things that they could do to fix things. And um, NASCAR doesn't want to hear it. They don't want to yeah. hear it from the drivers. They want to do their own thing. And these tracks are, uh, are doing their own thing. So so Jennifer, Jennifer Fryer tweets, um, I say this kind of in, this is a quote from Speedway Motorsports Senior Vice President for Operations and Development, Stephen Swift, who says, I say this kind of, I say this, I, I kind of just, I don't know if that quote's correct. Uh, when a driver is happy about our racetrack, usually the fans aren't. We want to make sure that we're, what we're creating is what the fans want to see. And Denny Hamlin tweets, 
With all due respect, this is the same group that the same group has reconfigured Texas, Kentucky, Bristol with zero driver input. One of those lost a race, other one we don't race anymore. And last one we put a dirt over it. <laughs> but hey, what do the drivers know? Um yeah. you they can't argue ruin. with Denny. No, they did ruin Bristol and Texas. Like yeah. Texas wasn't great to begin with, but Texas is terrible. And Bristol, yeah, they put dirt on it to try the to fix it. That's how bad only it is. argument against Denny that I will say is that what they're doing here at Atlanta is essentially what they did at Las Vegas. And they took a track that was terrible in Las Vegas and made a good racetrack. And uh, James, I think you'll agree. We've talked about it before that this aero package that we're currently on, which I'm sure is a lot of what we're going to see with this next package um, is tailor-made for a track like Las Vegas. And yeah. so in theory, it will be ma- tailor-made for a track like Atlanta with the yeah. updates. So here's, here's the problem I have um, with all of this is Atlanta used to be a pretty good show and mm-hmm. great finishes and great racing and how many side by side at the line finishes we had back in the, back in the twisted sister days, Eric, um, yeah. we had some really good racing in Atlanta and NASCAR has continued to change the car, change the rules and the tracks gotten worse and worse with all the changes. And now it's the rules are so convoluted that now oh, let's just tear up and do something different. Cause you know, the car sucks. Well, they have to repave the thing. Um, they do. Yep. They do. That is, and that if, is a if they just slap a new coat of asphalt on what they have, uh, it's going to suck. So yep. I give yep. Speedway Motorsports some credit for trying something. I do agree that they probably should have gotten some input from the drivers. Uh, even if you take that input and throw it all in the trash, at least ask the question. Um, well, they did I, test what, it in iRacing, right? They got yeah. what they wanted in iRacing. They're, they're trying to make a mini super speedway. Um, I hope it works because that'll be awesome to watch. Yeah. If it works, it'll be great. Yeah. Uh, I have my doubts, you know, we also predicted and the iRacing model showed that we were going to go to Michigan and run super speedway type racing. And we've never done that. Yeah. (laughs) So never did that. Nope. Nope. Um, and, and all the testing that we've done on iRacing with the next gen car is all fictitious because that car has never been on the track with more than one other car on the track with it, or maybe two or three. Yep. Um, it, it's, we don't know what it races like. We don't know what it runs in the pack. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I fear that we're going to spend a bunch of money to do this and do like we did with Bristol and just make it worse. But at the same time, I don't know what track people are watching that they think Atlanta is so great right now. Uh, yeah. I don't think they can make it much worse in my personal opinion. I think Atlanta's terrible right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I, again, I applaud them for trying something. It worked at Vegas. Hopefully it'll work here. Um, you know, at least, at least we're not standing pat. This is something James, that this was made possible by the fact that we don't run indie cars on these tracks anymore yes. because you know, the reason we got the cookie cutter one, 1. 1.5 mile tracks is because they work for IndyCar and NASCAR and they had to be super smooth because they had to work with IndyCar and they couldn't have high banks because if you ran the high banks, they would, they couldn't handle the G forces. Yep. Um, So now that we don't have that, we can run, we can, you know, jack the banking up. Eric, when do we hear about Michigan's repave? Is that coming in a couple of weeks too? I don't know, man. Are we just going to keep blowing up tracks until we, uh, you know, figure eight and, and crash everybody? Is that the, is that the goal here? I don't know. I mean, I'm curious about, I'm curious what news we'll eventually hear about Chicagoland. I'm curious what news we'll eventually yeah. hear about Kentucky. I feel I like Chicagoland's feel, dead. I'm pretty sure Chicagoland's dead. I, don't I think, think Chicagoland's gonna... dead too. Um, I feel like Kentucky has some life in it somehow, some way. Kentucky, I feel like 
Kentucky's on life support, barely breathing. I think. I feel like so. The the thing that Kentucky has going for it is there's nothing where Kentucky is. So yeah. they're not gonna other than storing Amazon trailers there, which they're doing now. Yeah. Um. There's really not any value in in bulldozing that place. Whereas Chicagoland, there that place is worth a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel like there's something they could maybe do at Kentucky. I feel like the amount of effort and money that was spent to give that track a date, um, on the cup series that it, yeah. it'd be hard for them to continue to not have a date there. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, yeah. if, I guess if, if SMI can go and get the Nashville fairgrounds going and, um, you know, and, and run these, run the race at, um, circuit of the Americas and all that stuff that maybe they don't care about Kentucky anymore. And, yep. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky sucks. The race isn't ter- race is terrible there. Without some work, it shouldn't be back on a schedule. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I hope this. I hope this works. Uh, there was a picture that was on Reddit. I shared in our group today. That yeah, I saw that a close too, yep. up of the surface at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And if you yeah. take a close, it's a cheese. It's place, a cheese grater. It's a cheese. It grater. is. It is ridiculous. I cannot believe how bad the surface is. And that's why the drivers like it so much because it's. Yeah tire wear and they they actually have to drive it which you the know, thing is is if we have first of all if we have a weekend in atlanta like we had in texas last year um everybody will be calling for this place to be repaved because any moisture in this place is just going to come up yeah uh, and it's going to hold the moisture and you will never get it dry yeah so this track is this track is in desperate need of a repave and we've pushed it off yeah. because uh, the racing's been decent there but it's not been great but it's no, been it hasn't yeah i mean <laughs> the drivers hasn't. It hasn't been good. Just it's going to be worse when they repave it. Yeah. Yep. And we know it's going to be worse, but it hasn't been repaved since 1997 people. I know that is insane. I know that's a long time. Dale Earnhardt was still racing on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Anyway. um, Yeah. Uh, any other news, James? Did I miss anything? I jumped around a little bit. The I only thing I, I yeah, the only thing you missed was uh, we talked about the new car a little bit, but uh, Martin Truex Jr. says, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah." If he doesn't like it, he's out of here. Yeah, so that's the only Peace. thing you missed. Peace. See you later. I don't blame him. That's what all these drivers have been saying. Yeah, that's what Carl Edwards did. Carl Brad Keselowski said the same thing. Brad Keselowski's still racing, so whatever. I mean, now well, Brad, now, now buying a team. Well, so. Brad Keselowski's got a shot at ownership, so yeah, he's gonna. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to. Uh, well, I mean, Carl Edwards is the is the one who said this is not going the right way, and he screamed and kicked and screamed and cried and didn't like it, and then all of a sudden was gone. So this isn't a slam on Truex at all. Um, I like Truex. I he's. I don't blame Martin Truex long. for this one. Yeah, that's the thing. Is okay, cool. So you don't like. Yeah, you don't if, like it. Go and leave. That's if fine. you're not having fun, you, he's got the money. Get out of here. Yeah. that's cool. Same. Great, awesome. No, and that's the same yeah. thing for fans out there too. You don't like it? Turn it off. Yeah, but I applaud bitch, if you, you mentioned Carl Edwards. I applaud what Carl Edwards did. You know, he was done. Yeah, he was done. Yeah. He had it's, a shot. It's a bummer. Time. I'd love to see him still in the sport somehow, but Hey, yeah. Good for yeah. him. Nope. And that's the thing about fans too. Like you don't like it. Leave. Yep. Turn it off. Go watch something else. Don't pitch and exactly. complain and keep turning in every week. Cause you, if you watch <laughs> every week, you sure like something. So yep. exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, if you hate watch NASCAR, you're still giving NASCAR the impression they're doing the right thing. So I mean, I I mean I hate watch NASCAR sometimes. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, sometimes. I do. <laughs> All right, James. Guess what we're doing this weekend, James? We're going, we're going dirt track racing. We're going dirt track racing again. Yeah, I'm excited. The Truck Series heads to Knoxville Raceway. It is the Corn Belt 150, presented by Premier Chevy Dealers. 
Um, we I'm also run. I was going to say, I'm irritated and excited all at one time because I wish this was Aldora, but that's yeah. it. That's I'm with it. you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm optimistic after seeing SRX here that this will be a good show. Um, excited to be on the dirt again with the truck series. Uh, the Xfinity and Cup series are at Atlanta this weekend. The Xfinity series is the Credit Karma Money 250 from Atlanta. And the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart, formerly from Kentucky Speedway, is at Atlanta this weekend for the Cup series. That's right. That's right. Uh, we get to make our picks. And I get to pick first, James, because... I, well, I beat you again this weekend, uh, you did. 90 to 77. It's it's you're chipping away closer and I'm closer, chipping away. But I am still behind you by four points now, 1892 to 1888. So because of that, I get to pick first and I have to remember what I was deciding for the truck series. Because a fun, a fun one. You can't pick. Well, I mean, you can pick them, but you'll get zero points. But a fun driver that's in this race, Chase Briscoe. Yeah, that's a good thing. And also, um, a guy who is earning points, if you want him, Donnie Schatz, the legend. Donnie Schatz yeah. is, is running his first ever NASCAR race. Um, I am going to go with the easy pick here, I think, and just go with a past Eldora winner, a good runner at Bristol on the dirt earlier this season. Son of a gun. And I'm going to go Grant Enfinger as Whoa. my pick. I didn't one. see that coming. That opens things up yeah. for me a little bit. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold what on, is, is this Grant, like chess? Hold on, because what is Grant Enfinger running? I have to find, because if he's not running the Thor Sport truck, I don't want to pick him. I'll hold on. I'm looking at it right now. Let me find Grant Enfinger. He is oh, running. Right. The, I forget. He's running for, uh, he's running for Mike Curb. So yeah, he's in the 98. Yeah. Okay. I, yep. I'm picking Grant Enfinger then. There you go. Son of a gun. Well, so I'm leaving think- Matt Crafton for you. Yeah, Is that who you're picking? yeah. Well, he's he's a he's a consistent. I was actually I'm this is not my pick, but I want to go on the record. Okay. I was like 49%. I was gonna take Haley Deegan, mm. but I, I will not take Haley Deegan. That's a really good pick, actually. I was going to take her because I thought for sure you were gonna take this guy, Stuart Friesen. I will take Stuart Friesen. Yeah, Stuart's a good pick. Uh, because I just feel like he's gonna he's he's a legit threat to win. I was really, if you took freezing, I was going vegan. So man, I wish I'd have taken freezing then, but knowing, uh, I, I don't have the, uh, cojones to take Haley Deegan and watch her, <laughs> watch her go out and win this race. That would be something, but I, I will take, I know I'll take Stuart. I'll take Stuart. I like end finger for points. Um, yeah, he's going to be good. Ben Rhodes. Freezing worries me because freezing is a win or crash guy. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But so. he's not, he's a pastel door winner too. Um, so I'll, uh, I like my odds there. Um, but yeah, Crafton was there too, but we know Haley Deegan was really good at the SRX race here. Um, so I was really like looking at that thought, man, she might have a really good day here. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about Haley Deegan. I'm like that's son a, of a gun. That'd be a great pick. I know. I wish I had the, I really wish I had the stones to take her. Cause I, she's probably going to steal the show. So we'll see. I don't know. I got I a good know. feeling about it. Is her. she in good enough of a truck? That's the problem. It. Yeah, that's the problem. But you know what? She's she was really good, um, you know, in the lower series winning at Vegas. And, well, and um, she's she's she drives 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 for DJI, David, right? Yeah, she drives David Gillen. Yep. So I mean, uh, Todd's won a race this year, and he's been up front. So you yeah. think she's I mean, got the equipment truck. to do it? It's a decent truck. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Well, we'll see what uh, she does. We'll see what she does. <clears throat> but yeah, had, first race uh, at Knoxville. I'm I'm yeah. excited about. It. I mean, I am excited about it. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited about it. I we we talked about it with SRX, Eric, and you know, SRX had me a little bit more excited for the show. 
yeah uh, than than uh, than I was before. So I think we're gonna we're gonna see a decent a decent event here. Yeah, I was worried about the lack of banking here compared to Eldora. Yeah, um, and it's just I mean it's a different track. It's a completely different style of track, but yeah, it won't be as good as Eldora. I don't think it, it, that's that's asking a lot to be as good yeah. as Eldora. The thing that worries me about these tracks is I always think back to the Arca tracks on dirt, but the Arca tracks run Arca runs mile tracks and yeah. a mile on dirt is a whole different deal than a half mile. That's right. Um, yeah. These half mile dirt tracks are, are pretty good. They keep things yeah. nice and close. So, and this is a flat one, um, you yeah. know, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, we just saw it with SRX two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So uh, should we, we'll... should we take bets and give bonus points to whether the uh the fox crew whether vince welch is actually on the property they better be on the ground they better be (laughs) they're gonna be in the charlotte studio they're so crappy and cheap sorry ridiculous god it's annoying uh let's head across the country to atlanta to the xfinity series credit karma money 250 uh james i'm gonna take the easy pick here and i'm gonna go with the guy who won in the spring and i'm gonna go justin allgaier as my Uh pick this one very good i uh, really want to go with daniel hemrick but i just can't do it he, I, he's 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 bit me too many times yeah that's right that's right um so let me see who am i so i'm not able to pick austin Cindric here yeah um man let me see i'm looking i don't know who i wanted i was i wanted to take hemrick but i don't know i just don't know about it um, yeah, that was, by the way, was also a defensive pick for me. I was kind yeah. of taking that because I took Allgaier because I thought you might go that direction. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me look at one more thing. Filibuster for me for just a second. Uh, so you took Justin Allgaier. I will fight back. Um, I'll fight back and go Harrison Burton um, as my pick here this week. My uh, my alternate was uh, AJ Allmendinger. Um, yeah, he'll be good. He'll be good here. But I, I can't pick him because I picked him this past week. That's so. right. <clears throat> yep. Yep. That's right. Uh, the Cup Series, James, I got to do it. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Got to go you. Kyle Larson on this one. Yeah. When you get the first um, pick and you can take Kyle Larson, you got to yeah. do it. I, I I don't blame you, my man. Do you got do your thing. Yeah. Um, this so Kyle this is where this is the race. So last time we were here, this is the race where we were like, hey, Kyle Larson, uh, really, yep. really fast. He led 269 laps and remember, uh, lost it late to Ryan Blaney. Yep. Um, so Eric, you went Larson. I'll combat you and I will take Mr. Alex Bowman. I'll take that Hendrick nice horse Bowman. power. I'll take that nice. Hendrick horses. Um, so we're, we're not going to take Ryan Blaney. Um, nah, I wouldn't but, take Blaney. But uh, he hasn't done much of anything uh, lately, so I don't know. What I feel like him. I would take uh, William Byron over Alex Bowman. I don't know why. I just feel like I would. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. I. Ugh, it's hard. That's hard. I. I, I typically like to pick. Uh, I really typically like to pick Bill, but. Um, but Bowman, I think Bowman's just gonna have a better day. He's he's just finding his way around these places. Yeah. So. I'll take him. Yeah, I agree. It's a good pick. Okay. Uh, pretty much if you pick Hendrick, Hendrick is a good pick right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You got it. If you're going Larson, I have to, I feel like I have to fight fire with fire um, and take Alex or take somebody from the camp. So I'm, I'm glad you didn't take Chase Elliott because I want to cheer for him this weekend too, because Hey, it's home track. Want to see him get the win there. So yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Uh, fantasy league, James. Uh, this was an awesome week for fantasy. I took my, I took, took the cupboard and cleaned it out. 
Uh, so risked. do you have anybody, do you have anybody left after that? Yeah, I do. I still have like one start left. I don't have anybody that I'm out of starts with, Yeah, but I've I got, have like, I'm down to one on Larson and I'm down to one. Yeah, on I forget who yeah. else. I think Chase might be down to one. Yeah. Um, I, um, I tried to, I don't, I don't have anybody less than two. Um, I have a bunch of twos, but yeah, I, uh, I tried to strategize this one. And boy, did that bite me in the butt. I had, <laughs> I had, uh, so right before the race started, I had Michael McDowell in the lineup and I go, I'm going to swap McDowell, McDowell for <laughs> you guessed it. Daniel Suarez, who didn't even make, <laughs> make the green flag. <laughs> and so I was like, well, crap. So I took him out and then Cindric broke. And then I had two guys with one point and I had to have one of them in there. So I was, a it was a mess, um, after that. So I, uh, whew, that was rough rough day for me but yeah Eric, I, you had a monster day i stuck with kyle bush because i figured that you know kyle's gonna run good here yeah uh, i picked chase of course yeah i've got one start left for chase and these uh, uh these road course strategy pit pit calls really are terrible for fantasy it's, it's yeah it's they maddening. are it's maddening when your guys are like i had truex and he pulled down pit road i'm like no it's <laughs> nine stage points i need those uh, i i had larson and truex as well and then i James, I'm telling you, man, sneaky good on road courses. Everybody overlooks him, but Tyler Reddick was on my lineup. He was so. good. Yeah, I I had him kind of in my in the back of my mind, and um, I went with McDowell over him, and then I went with Suarez over him. So it was not was not good. But Eric, you got the win big time, two twenty six over Team Draftona, and then Green Eggs and Hamlin. Um, it was a pretty wide berth for for everybody. Uh, I was literally Eric a hundred and two points behind you in 12th. So with, <laughs> with that, Mr. All alone in second place is no more. Uh, you are five points ahead in second place behind Ranger Runyon. So Eric, we are the top two uh, of three on the, in the league, but uh, Ranger in his own area code, then you yeah. and I are real close. And then we got a little bit of a gap to, uh, to fast to the grass, Justin 713, team draft Tona, all right there. Um, under a blanket basically um so it's it's close at the top we're all pretty close but eric we, we can say this we are in the 3700 club there's only three of us in the 3700 club so <laughs> nice um that as much as i hate fantasy to be running in second place is pretty amazing it's pretty fun to win when you win like that so yeah. i i just had one of those weeks myself and i really enjoyed it and then i hated it again the week after well i just gave up on trying to strategize for the rest of the season and i'm like i'm just gonna play it week by week and just go for wins yep. and yeah, might, I, screw, I might suck I going beach. in the playoffs, but whatever. Yeah, I went all road course guys, and man, that really that really sucked, dude. Um, I I was gonna put both AJ Allmendinger and Austin Cindric in because I forgot I had they were starting. Because I yeah. I'm so confused because I'm I'm conflicted because with our thing you can't pick them if they're not earning points in the series, but yeah, for but fantasy they, get, they do earn they points. Get, they get points. Yep. Yeah. So I was confused with that and forgot that I could get could pick them. <laughs> And then everybody's talking about how great Cindric was in practice and how he's probably going to win this race. And I, I, I know, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> terrible. I've, Just I've terrible. learned not to listen to the fantasy shows before the race, because yeah. every time I'm in the, in the car in the morning on Sunday and they start talking about on Sirius who, who the good picks are, I go and throw those people in and I do terrible with them. Yeah. So. Um, positive regression does a good job with their like contrarian contender um, and yeah. then their, their race picks, but yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it's hard. Very hard. Uh, James, you got any shout I, Man, I got a shout out this week, but I can't remember who it is. I what it was. do. It's that time of the it. year. It's that time of the year, Eric, on a, uh, on a streaming service called Peacock. Oh yeah. You can find for a limited time uh, in front of the paywall, 
Lost Speedways with Dale <laughs> Jr. I already I already finished it. It's great. Is there <laughs> less Dillner? Yes, much less Dillner, oh, more Jr. God. There's only one episode that Jr. doesn't go to the track. Every other one. He's so, at, okay, so. here's the question. I'm halfway through the first season and I just can't stomach it to go back. Should I just start the second season or do I need to finish the first try, season? I would say try to beat that paywall. I don't, I'm not sure what day it comes up. See, I, if, I have, you don't, you don't have, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You're a subscriber. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a subscriber. Um, honestly, Eric, I don't think you have to watch all of them. Watch the ones you want and yeah. go from there. Um, I will say the, they, they go to Texas world speedway. That is probably my favorite one they've done. That's um, the one I'm most excited about. Like if I just yeah. was still going to watch the ones I want to watch, I would jump to that one first. Yeah. It's, it's the best one. Um, Myrtle beach because, looks exciting too. Cause I know junior's got, a lot well, of I, that's the finale. And I finished that one this morning and uh, that one, that's probably the best part a little bit. Yeah. It's the best, <laughs> it's the best episode they've done. I was more excited for Texas world, but Myrtle beach is uh you know, that's a personal one for Dale Jr. So that's a good one. Texas uh, yeah, World te- fascinates me because it's like a good Michigan. Well, and that's the thing is you get the history of Texas World. And with that, you get the history of Michigan. And yeah. I did not know there was a track called Eastern International Speedway, which I've started to look up. I, I haven't found much on it just yet. I haven't really had the time. Um, but there was a conglomerate of racetracks revolving around Michigan. Uh, mm. Michigan was the first one. And then all the other ones were, you know, um, Atlanta and texas world and a couple others but there's this eastern international speedway i got to figure out what that one is and and do some digging on that one but uh yeah it's pretty cool um the history of texas world speedway and it's a massive you know most of the ghost tracks they go to are half miles and smaller right uh texas world speedway obviously is is the same thing as as michigan it's it's giant so um very cool and and it's it's uh honestly i spoiler alert uh Texas world speedway is no longer there. It's just a hill. Yeah. Um, but in this episode, it's still there uh, when they filmed it, some of it, some of it's still there. So uh, pretty cool. It, it's, it's big, it's massive, man. It's just a giant facility in, in disrepair. It's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Michigan testing had been done there in the past with NASCAR. Yep. Um, and, but basically it, it, you know, there was a lot of, there was talk years ago when California was as bad as it was about, adding banking to that place and trying to make it into a super speedway. Well, it, it already had been done yep. <laughs> and it yep. was Texas world speedway. I mean, this is basically a super speedway version of Michigan. Yep. So, yep. Pretty cool. cool. It's a good show. Dill jr. Does a great job. Your boy Dylan there. He's good. Um, I, some of the, some of the people you'll, you'll see on the episodes are Dick Bergeron. Uh, he, he makes an appearance, which is fun. Um, a handful of others, but it's uh, yeah, they did a great job with it this year. I really enjoy that show. I wish there was more episodes, honestly, but um, it's good. Very good. Cool. Uh, I can't remember my shout out, so I'm just going to skip it. I will regret that because I will remember as soon as we're done recording and go, damn it. Uh, (laughs) But with that, it's our new segment of the show, Show and Tell with our YouTube video. Uh, We'll discuss it here, obviously, so you guys that are listening on the podcast can check it out as well uh, or can hear about it. Uh, but if you want to see what we're showing off, you can go to youtube.com uh, and search for Dream Bigger Media and find the podcast on there. Uh, James, I'll start us out. So uh, back a long time ago, um, go, we used to go to MIS every year. We went two races a year yep. and we would spend a significant amount of time at the um, at the souvenir trailers uh, on the off track property. Uh, oh yes. The, the good stuff. Juniper Hills is where we used to stay at Michigan. They had a great souvenir section there. Spent a 
hours and hours and hours over the weekend uh, shopping around there. And we stumbled across these cars. Um, they're called Woodens and they are wooden cars. Good. They were carved from wood. And I don't know the full story because um, they don't exist anymore. Uh, but my understanding was that they were done. They were hand carved by a gentleman who was handicapped. He was in a wheelchair. Um, and these, this is, this is a solid block of wood. So this is the very first wooden car that we got. Um, this is, this was the Whoa. Rick Wilson number four Kodak film car. Um, yes. Rick Wilson, I believe not Ernie Irvin. Um, despite the fact that there's no num- name on it. I believe it was Rick Wilson at the yeah. time. Um, so the yeah, Chevy, the Chevy Lumina body though, which is yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. This is solid wood. Um, it is heavy. Oh yeah. Uh, very cool deal. Um, so what we plan to do is we plan to purchase the winner of the race every year when we went to MIS. And then I don't remember what exactly happened, uh, but somehow we wound up with the next year, a Bill Elliott. Nice. Number 11 Budweiser. Those are awesome. They are made out of wood. They look fantastic. Solid wood. Um, and then in 1992, we had a couple tragic accidents that took the lives of Davy Allison and Alan Kowicki. No way. So we bought the Davy (laughs) Allison and Alan Kowicki woodens. And these are the last two I have. That that Um, Davy Allison one is sharp. That's cool. Very sweet looking cars. Um, There is a small chip in the uh, valence here on the Alan Kowicki car from me playing with it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of course, <laughs> when yeah. I wasn't supposed to, because they were supposed to be just on the shelf. Um, this one's a little, the quickie one's got a few marks on it, but uh, otherwise we also have, I don't have it. It's, it's here in the box. I just didn't get it out. Um, we have a, a Daytona 500 pace car as well. Um, that the one's Woodens. still in the box. That's awesome. Yeah. I did not know about those. That's really never cool. seen them since then. We've asked about them when we go on to the track, nobody knows anything about them. I've never been able to find anything online about them. Um, but they're pretty darn cool. And even if the story behind them is not true about the uh, person who built them or made them, they're still pretty awesome. So Eric, you might have to go on Reddit and put those up there and, and ask that, that that might be your, that might be your, uh, that might be your place, man, to, to yeah, find out. That's a good idea like, actually. And ask about, that's hey, a good idea. I want to go, I want to go on Reddit too. And I, I want to start digging to try and see if I can track down these race wind die casts that I want to get of the races that I've covered, especially, especially the Kyle Busch Chicago land one. I'm, I'm willing to put yeah. some money up for that one. If anybody knows the one, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. You, I, and I bet you Juniper Hills would have them if you went back there this year. Maybe. Yeah, they might. They have a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Now they made it really difficult though. Cause the track doesn't own that property. And so it's really hard to get there because yeah. they don't want it to be convenient. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. We spent some time there though, a couple of years ago. I mean, I, was over there i got a uh i'm not going to grab it right now but i got a die cast of tony stewart's irock car from 2001 nice um from juniper hills which i really like i uh, would kill my, for a full set of 12 irock cars of one yeah they're, yeah it's it's a i don't cool even know if you cast. can get them i don't even know if you can put them together yeah. but it's it's a cool die cast i really like that car a yeah. lot um which is which there's is fun. there's not a series that i like more than the irock series those when they ran the the firebirds yeah those cars were awesome yeah, and at Michigan too, they were great. They were yeah, really they good. were. But all right, your turn, Eric, James. My, my show and tell. Um, so these are from when I was a little kid too. Uh, I went die casting uh, with you, but I went with the one and one hundred and forty fourth scale <laughs> mini cars. They're going to be hard for me to show on camera. I don't know. Hold on, let me let me show my uh, 
Let me show my camera here. Hold on. I gotta make sure I can show my selfie so I can see what I'm doing. They're hard to see. Let me let me grab let me grab two at a time here. I believe uh, I had a bunch of these. So here's the king. Look how yep, small that is. I had is. a bunch of these. Yeah, yeah. Here's the king, and then here's Davy. Nice. Which has got a little bit of a mark on it, but Davy's Davy's pretty in pretty decent shape for you know for being a kid's car. But yeah, one in one forty four scale. I got Sterling Marlin in the Maxwell House twenty two. Nice. I don't think I had that one. Look how small Ooh, they are. I did. Though. Look how small they are. They're, they're all, they awesome. were my favorite. Do, my do favorite. you have the Do you have the haulers too, or just the cars? I, yeah, I do have the haulers. They're in a box somewhere though. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if I have one up here. I don't think I do. I might have an Ernie Irvin one up here, but and I'm, I've got this uh, Ernie uh, Ernie Irvin one as well. Um, but nice. then Eric, do you you may remember that they upgraded um, eventually with with the one in one forty four scales. Uh, I so I have my. My 1997 collection, which is um, Ernie Irvin as well, but they I had a little bit more jealous. Yeah, they had a little more detail, and they had the the plastic windows as well. But they had the contingency decals, and like if I get really close, like you can see the Ford emblem. It's yeah. so hard to see these. It's not a great show and tell. Uh, one of my favorite cars that I own is in this size. It's the Davy Allison oh, Throwback. Oh man, isn't that, that is a cool a pretty car? That is yeah, awesome. It, I love that car. It, and it's so cool because it's so small. And then uh, when Ernie switched over to Skittles, I got a couple of those. Nice. Um, those I had well. a couple that size, but I did not have much of a collection. Yeah, they're they're really cool. I I have a handful of them, um, but those are the ones I could easily grab. But yeah, the I got the King and Davy. Uh, so it's yeah, they're, they're cool. I just was like, hey, that's kind of a cool show and tell. I don't know if I don't even think they make those anymore. Um, I I haven't seen them in years, but uh, but yeah, they're they're kind of a fun little collectible to have. I would really like to dig into the 188 scale and do a 188 scale track. Um, Cause there's some, I didn't realize 188 scale even existed. Yeah. But the problem with that is that I want to have like all the safety vehicles and stuff. And it's hard to find all that in 188 scale, which I've discovered yeah. that in 164 scale, you can get all of that stuff. Yep. Uh, mostly I've discovered it because of Baron Speedway and yeah. all the stuff okay. he has, but yeah, of um, yeah. One of these days I'm going to build a track. Um, it will not be <clears> anywhere as near as cool as Baron Speedway, but. I will well, now you it. got your permanent residence. You got to make it happen. All right. Yeah, I know. I know. So, all right. Uh, anything else, James? No, that was show and tell. Uh, people want to chat with you about your, uh, about your one and one. <laughs> what, what was it? One and one and one forty four scale. There you go. One and 144 scale uh, <laughs> diecast collection. How can they do that on social media? At James Kush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter, and you can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Uh, you can check back and view our live episode from a couple episodes ago, and we hit episode 200. Um, that's on Facebook, and also find links to the other episodes of the podcast. Uh, you can find our podcast on the web at the super You'll find past race coverage, uh, links to uh, other episodes, links to, um, well, you'll find our show notes, links to the articles we've discussed in the podcast. All that stuff can be found there, thesuperspeedway.com. Uh, you can find the podcast in Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. And you can find us on YouTube if you search for Dream Bigger Media. You can get the video version of the podcast on there as well. Um, or check out uh, check out Facebook or the website. You can find links to all that on there as well. So uh, with that, we head to, we had dirt track racing, James. Uh, we go Friday night to uh, Knoxville raceway in Iowa. And then we head to Atlanta motor speedway to finish the weekend off with the Xfinity series and the cup series. We'll be back next week to break it all down and uh, get ready for New Hampshire. I believe 
and then we get a break because of the Olympics coming up. Yes, we do. I forgot about um, that. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we'll figure out how we would handle all that and all that uh, when we get to that point. But we'll be back next week to discuss it. Uh, break down Atlanta and Knoxville and be back with you to break it, the rest of it down as well. I am stretching this out as long as possible. Let's just get the heck out of here. Everybody, let's go racing. Uh-huh.